for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. First off, I want to wish everybody a happy new year. It is a New Year's, it's becoming a New Year's Day tradition to have my next guest on. This is the second year in a row, and I'm sure we'll have her on again next year and, you know, whatever. It it was kind of funny. I asked her, we have Nia Nichols on here today. Um, and I asked her, was it about two months ago, three months ago, if you had something, if you were doing like a super secret release or something on New Year's Day and yeah. if you wanted to book a podcast and you said, yeah, let's book the podcast. I might have something as like, yeah. okay, perfect. And then, so now it's just kind of becoming a uh, tradition. So yeah, I love uh, that. <laughs> w- welcome back to the podcast. You were on for our pan can fundraiser, which was a huge success. And I really appreciate you taking the time out to jump on there for a little bit. I felt really bad after the interview because oh, I, I, I was sitting there because you caught me in the middle of the, in, in the middle of the uh, broadcast, I was dead tired. I was doped up on at, or sinus medication because my sinuses were killing me that day. Oh, and I went back and listened. I went back as I was kind of like dividing out all the podcasts and just like release them as single episodes. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I asked you the same question three times. Did you? I didn't even notice. So there you go. I'm pretty sure I asked you the same question three times. Uh, like I was just sitting there. I'm like, oh, you could. T- I like. I'm just watching myself, and I'm like, oh, you're in so much pain right now. And so, <laughs> no, yeah. that's fine. And then, like at some point later on in that day, the sinus medication finally kicked in and like got out of my system, and I felt mm. fine because like the <laughs> night before, I was on like four hours of sleep. And it was, yeah, yeah, it was, it was rough in general, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. Cause like I, I did an interview the other day on uh, a local radio station and they were doing a fundraiser, um, that lasted like, it was like a 24 hour broadcast. Mm-hmm. So it's the same two hosts. They were just on for 24 hours. And yeah. like, by the time he got to me, they had done 21 hours. Yeah. And he's, I, he said to me on the phone before we went on, he was like, look, I'm really sorry if I <laughs> sound really tired. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't slept. <laughs> so it's <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> I got you. No, and I honestly, I was talking to, because the, the foundation was so happy with us and everything we were able to do for him, even though we didn't hit our goal, they were just like, dude, we want to work with you again next year. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to do three days because that's insanity. But I think something <laughs> along the lines of doing 24 hours like if i can get my co-host in you know and do 24 hours like if one of us needs to step out for a few minutes or an hour or two hours just to kind of catch ourselves it's a little bit easier that way but you know it's uh definitely something that we want to try and do again so yeah that'd be amazing and it it looked like it was a success you know from all the different artists you had on you had so many so that's awesome yeah we had artists from Canada, US, wow. Australia, New Zealand, UK, Ireland, France, Pakistan, 
Wow. Yeah. With like eight, nine, maybe 10 different countries. Like, cause there were some people that just didn't tell me where they were from. So it was just like, all right, cool. So <laughs> Yeah. That's so cool though. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, well, thank you once again for jumping on here. Um, how was your, we were talking a little bit before we uh, uh, jumped on here. How was your uh, new year's Eve? Yeah, no, it was, it was all right. It was quite nice. I mean, everything I was planning on going to just got canceled, like pretty last minute. Mm -hmm. So I ended up just going out with my brother and a few of his friends to this pub in town. And that was kind of it, to be honest. And I didn't really get up to much. How about you? Oh, I was watching um, this show called 1883. Uh, I don't know if you, you've heard of it in the U or in the UK. No, no, I don't Uh, think so. So basically, it's this show about the Oregon Trail where uh, U.S. settlers go from the East Coast and try to settle out in, I think it's Oregon, honestly. Um, and it's a series about their journey through the Oregon Oregon Trail. And it was just a new thing that launched, or it's a new series that launched a few weeks ago. I'm getting caught up on it. So last night I was watching the second episode and nice. fell asleep. Uh, not <laughs> not because the show was bad it was just yeah <laughs> that's fair enough though i mean it's like last new year's eve i mean obviously we couldn't do anything then because yeah. we were just about to go into an- another lockdown and like all my friends they were like sending me photos of themselves they had all dressed up and they weren't going out they were just with yeah. their families and i messaged um one of my best friends rebecca who lives up north yeah and i said rebecca i'm in my pajamas right now just painting like on postcards and I was like I feel like I should be doing something more and she said no honestly same she said, I'm just chilling with my parents in my living room in my pajamas and I'm gonna go to bed once it strikes midnight and I was like nice yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so it, it like even if you think about how much is changed like where we were at this time last year with everything being in super serious lockdown and then now it's like things are opening back up, but there's this threat of like the Omicron variant, you know, and all that stuff. It's just like, it feels like we're in an endless cycle of what the hell is going on. So I know it's actually like Groundhog Day as well. Like us talking on New Year's Day and yeah. there's still something going on with COVID. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree. I 100% agree. So, um, obviously since we've talked last um i think you've played a couple of shows right have you, or yeah i have when was the last time we, it was the fundraiser was, right yeah it was the fundraiser about a month ago about a month ago oh yeah i had a few um christmas gigs i had um one up in london which was really cool because i i haven't really performed much in london because i'm from sort of like a little town in the middle of nowhere kind of thing you know um so i had never really played much in london so i'm starting to get some more opportunities there now which is really really cool and it was such a fun gig as well because it was like an original thing and i'm hoping over the next year or next few months actually i'm hoping to play more in london Mm -hmm. so you know follow me on facebook and instagram to see when i'm going to be doing that (laughs) nice and you so you don't play in london that often is that is that kind of the gist no i don't really i mean i was in university obviously well i just graduated the summer Mm -hmm. and that was in bath and so i really just played in bath a little bit of bristol um 
I think a little bit in like Wales, South Wales. Mm-hmm. And then I just never came over to London, to be honest. I don't know why, because it's so close. It's like two and a half hours, but I just never did. <laughs> yeah. I got an education a few weeks ago because like I've interviewed a lot of people from the UK and I just say the UK in general, because I never, I'm not familiar with like the geographical locations of everything. And Mm. so I had somebody from, uh, uh, Jersey, I think. Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I had somebody from Jersey and I, uh, after the podcast, I asked him like, Hey, kind of break this down for me because I don't understand all like, how can, how is it? you know, how does this all work? And he was like, okay, so Jersey is its own like thing. It's not really part of England or anything. And he kind of tried to break it down. And I'm like, yeah, still doesn't make sense, but I'll figure it out one of these days. So yeah, to be honest, I don't even really understand it. (laughs) So it's fine. I've been to Jersey though. Or was it Jersey or was it Guernsey? But kind of close. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that they weren't part of england i feel like my parents are gonna be rolling their eyes at me right now <laughs> they're gonna be like oh god uh, what happens. happened in school she's learned nothing <laughs> yeah. yeah i didn't learn anything in school <laughs> so i failed I, geography so um <laughs> see i was actually really good at geography but it was u.s geography so it was yeah. like you know like we have this st- we have our states and then we have our territories which makes sense like they're part of the yeah yeah so oh, I was trying to trying to equate it all but it it just wasn't adding up for me so <laughs> but, yeah no i get that <laughs> um yeah so I, we're gonna twist it up here a little bit because i had somebody uh when i posted the uh event page on facebook somebody asked a question and i thought it was kind of an interesting question uh Ooh, it cool. comes from uh merrill uh what is your favorite song you've written oh my favorite song that i've written um to be honest my favorite song i've written is always like my newest release um which is very fickle of me to be honest um so the next one that i'm actually releasing which will be this month that's kind of my favorite at the moment but then i also have another song coming out in a few months time called i wrote you a love song um which is just so different to how I normally write. It's a little bit more jazzy, which is kind of interesting. And um, I think that's also my favorite. But out of the songs I've released, I would have to say probably He's Not You is my favorite. Mm. So if, if you're familiar with my stuff, you might know He's Not You, and that's probably my favorite. Nice. You know how to perfectly segue into the next topic of conversation, which is your uh, where <laughs> you're currently at musically. I know when we talked previously, you'd mentioned that you weren't going to have something releasing today, but maybe sometime this week or in January. So what do you got going on? Where are you kind of at creatively? So I've got quite a few songs ready to be released now. And um, yeah, so the next single I have coming out will be out this month. It'll be out in, I think about three weeks time. Hmm. Um, So I'm really excited about that one. And it's called, If You Want to Sign. And you know what? really interesting about this one is that it's six and a half minutes long it's a very long song and so originally we weren't really planning on releasing it I mean I was like pushing for it to be released Mm -hmm. but um you know how things are these days you're not really going to get a lot of radio play from a six and a half minute song Mm -hmm. um so we're all a little bit apprehensive about it but now I think we've all just decided yeah this is the one we've got to put out next so yeah three weeks time it'll be coming out 
<laughs> do you uh, channel your inner Freddie Mercury on that one? <laughs> yeah, totally. No, <laughs> you know, it's uh, completely different to that. I mean, I wish it could kind of replicate Bohemian Rhapsody, but yeah. absolutely not completely different. <laughs> Well, you know, and it's funny you brought up the radio because when we had our radio show last year, we weren't afraid to play six, eight, 10 minute songs just because there was points where it was like, all right, we really don't have anything to talk about this segment. Let's put on a super long episodic song and just kind of eat away at the time limit here. That's so cool. You know, it's one of those things where it's just like, let's try it. Let's see what happens. So. And yeah. sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't because the song just got repetitive and whatnot, but. Yeah, I know it, that's the thing. Sometimes you can't like really cut them down and mm-hmm. like, you, you don't want it. Like, it's like the Celine Dion song. Um, it's all coming back to me now. I'm pretty sure that's a seven minute song. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the radio edit and then I listened to the full thing. And I'm like, oh, I love the radio edit. It's fine. But sometimes you just can't cut down these awesome songs like you just can't do it yep. um so that's so cool that you just played six and a half minute songs or eight oh, minutes we played there was one song that i'm almost positive was like 14 minutes it was an it was uh-huh. um an instrumental and it was just one of those deals where it's like well the entire episode's about instrumental music so <laughs> there you go and yeah i don't remember how well it was received but it seemed to do yeah. all right so oh that's good why not you know like we don't have enough radio stations playing songs like that are over really three and a half minutes you know Mm -hmm. i put out forever hold my peace which is obviously like my latest single that Mm -hmm. i put out of october and i think that's a four and a half minute song and a lot of the local radio stations and independent stations they play it and it's fine Mm -hmm. but then when you get to the national radio stations they're a little bit more choosy and it's like, oh God, like it's four and a half minutes. It's not even really that long a song, yeah. but it's the way it is with programming and oh, they have to have the timings perfect. So yeah, we yeah. need more of you guys doing that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where they're trying to hit their break point, like just kind mm-hmm. of know the little bit that I know about how national radio and all that stuff works. They're trying to hit their break points and they know, okay, the best time for this ad to play is at 6.15. It is 6.11 we need Mm. to be out in four minutes, you know? And so like, that all makes sense. But Mm. at the same point, it's like, so you're really going to cut this song down and maybe take the heart and soul out of it just to hit your four minute, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. uh, So this new song that you got coming out in a few weeks, uh, what what was the the name of it again? If you want to sign. If you want to sign. Okay. All right. And so for the, uh, if you want to sign, um, how long have you been working on it? Uh, when did you write it? You know. So I wrote this song during like the summer mm-hmm. and I wrote it when I was feeling a little bit sad about something that, you know, I couldn't really change. And I really hate that. Like if you can't fix something that's making you sad, it's just really, ugh, it just drives me insane. Um, but I wrote this song and I kind of think that this song really reminded me why I loved songwriting so much. Not that there's ever been a day where I haven't enjoyed it and haven't loved it, but it's because after I wrote it, I kind of forgot about what I was sad about. Uh-huh. I just moved on. Like the page turned, new chapter began and I said everything I needed to say in the song and I'm moving on. And that's kind of what songwriting has always been like for me. It's my way of venting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited that it's finally coming out, but I actually recorded it 
I think it was uh, November mm -hmm. we recorded it. Um, oh, actually, no, maybe October. Um, so it's sort of been there in the pipeline for a few months, but of course I had forever hold my piece ready to go first. So we put that one out and then, yeah, then it was Christmas. And then it's like, oh, I don't want to put this song out whilst everyone's listening to Happy Christmas music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm excited that it's coming out this month and hopefully people like it. And I, yeah. I really hope they do because it's one of my favorite songs that I've written. Yeah, for sure. Uh, are you doing a music video and all that stuff for it? Or is it just going to be the I single? Yeah, I'm not too sure at the moment. It probably, I, I have no idea, to be honest. I mean, I'm hoping I can do some sort of visual thing with the song, like whether it's just me sort of in an acoustic live lounge kind mm. of setting, because I just think that's important to have those sort of visuals. Um, but I don't have any plans for an actual music video for this song because mm. I, I don't know, I just can't. <laughs> that's just, it's such a long song. Yeah. I'm thinking, how am I going to make a music video that, that's that interesting for six and a half minutes. <laughs> well, so, I, honestly, I think like the like a live doing like a like I obviously I don't know what it sounds like if it's more stripped back acoustic, you know, whatever the feeling vibe of it is. But like just doing a stripped back live performance video of it may be the best way to because, go. Yeah, or yeah. A, or doing a like a lyric video, like if you, if you have somebody yeah. that can do that and um make it make it good and visually appealing i guess is the best way yeah. to yeah you know. definitely i mean there's so much stuff you can do with it and you know i think i'm just going to be spending the next couple of weeks just sorting that out and mm. and i'll send you the song as well before it comes out because i'd love for you to hear it and it's quite a big song actually but i think it works acoustically because mm. i wrote it acoustically you know yeah. i didn't back and track and write to that um i just wrote it on my guitar yeah. And so I think it could sound really cool, just stripped back, but it is quite a big song in the whole production. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why I, I didn't assume, because I know you have the ability to do like a stripped back acoustic version or do something big. I don't want to say overproduced because that's not the, uh, the wording I want to use, but just like big in, uh, in the yeah. way of it's produced. Um, yeah. yeah. So that, that sounds really cool. I'm, I'm really excited to hear the new single. Um, and do you have a specific date for it yet, or is it just three weeks and we'll nail down the official date here soon? Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm like 95% sure it's 21st of January. Okay. <laughs> but, I was going to say, yeah. if you don't have a date for sure that you don't have to bring it up, but yeah. It's fine. I'm pretty sure it's the 21st, um, but you know, it's just it's something about Christmas. Mm -hmm. trying to get like everything set in stone around this time it's just so up in the air because everyone's home for the holidays everyone's mm -hmm. with their family and yeah but i'm i'm pretty sure it's 21st of january and if i'm wrong about that then uh, i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> for sure i completely understand um so the one thing that i did want to talk to you about because you have experienced releasing a patreon and getting that out there and we just launched ours last night. We were supposed yes. to launch it today, but we launched, I got, a, I was sitting there and I got a little antsy and I was like, no, I, I just want to put it out there today. I want to get it out there. Um, and so it's out there. If anybody's interested, uh, it's on our Facebook page. Um, and uh, last time we, right. Yeah. It was last time we talked. No, not last time. When we talked last January, I think that's when you originally launched yours. Cause you're doing a series of projects for school. And, and is my memory yeah. serving you correctly? 
I think, yeah, I think it's, it was around about that time. I, I put up my Patreon for the first time. So what was the uh, takeaway and some of the like learning curves you went through launching your Patreon page? Well, so when I first set it up, um, pretty much everyone was against me on it <laughs> they, because for us in the UK, Patreon isn't a, a very American thing, mm-hmm. but you know, whenever I go to like Tennessee, for instance, yeah. everyone that I meet with, they're like, Oh, sign up to my Patreon, sign up to this, sign up to my Patreon again. And, um, so when I told everyone, Oh, I'm going to set one up here. No one really thought I was going to get a lot of patrons in. Um, but I did surprisingly. And I think something that really helped me for getting those patrons is saying, this is only for a limited amount of time. It's only for six months. So get it while you can. It's exclusive stuff. Mm. And so all the Brits, you know, they were very supportive of me then, which was really great. Um, but it was a, it was a big learning curve because I just had no clue about it. And the website could get a bit confusing and I'm not great. (laughs) <laughs> for sure you know it, it's it's one of those things where when we were going to release one last year and then i just didn't have my stuff together to do it and mm-hmm. so it was just kind of like after i got home and i kind of after i got home from my mom's uh funeral and all that stuff i just kind of took a few weeks and just kind of got myself together and then we started planning out the patreon page because it was like We've got so many things that we want to do. I can't keep footing the bill for all this stuff. Yeah. Let's launch a Patreon page, see what happens. Cause like, we want to get it back out and travel again, like in the occasional short trip to like go to Nashville, Memphis, you know, where like just places that are within like eight to 10 hours, that's not a hard thing to do. But when we want to do like big grand road trips and take like a week off of work and go travel across the West coast or the East coast, you know, whatever it is, that's a huge financial commitment. And just kind of having that financial backing would be really amazing. So I think that's kind of why we ultimately did it. And we got some new content ideas that we want to release. And while we can do, do most of it as we sit right now, we'd have to do it out in Roswell, New Mexico, and it doesn't have the biggest music scene. So we'd have to go somewhere else. So like yeah. uh, we have this new idea for like a talent show style uh, podcast and video Ooh. podcast. Ooh. Um, and so it's a really interesting idea and something that I've, I, I've been wanting to do for a few months now. And it's like, we can't do it out in Roswell because there's just not enough people out there and we could probably do it in Waco but then you're going to kind of fall into one genre of mm-hmm. red dirt Texas country you know yeah which is fine there's nothing wrong with that no but I want to go somewhere where if we put out a a memo a lot of people are going to show up and just be like yeah. hey we're here so yeah that sounds really cool and like yeah Patreon is a really cool way of just sort of raising a bit of money on the side yeah for that trip you know so it's gonna be cool i'm signing up to it as well by the way (laughs) oh nice awesome appreciate and uh just looking through the comment thread here uh your dad confirmed 21st it is (laughs) yeah thanks dad (laughs) Uh, hi dad thank you for watching so um no so i just saw that and i was like okay let's bring that in um so (laughs) your your patreon was originally for uh you were doing a series of music videos right 
Yeah, I was, mm. uh, I think it was just sort of like one music video and then possibly, I wasn't quite sure on all the details. I just knew I wanted to do a music video and then possibly like a smaller sort of live lounge kind of video. Um, but then what I ended up doing, because I did exceed my goal in mm. like what I was raising money for, I decided to do the music video and then also do a photo shoot for mm. um, Rabbit Hold My Peace. So yeah. all the photos you see of that, that came from Patreon. And um, actually, I think a lot of the photos from like the past couple of months were from that. So it worked out really nicely because it was just such a cool campaign that I was able to do. And, you know, I had this vision for Forever Hold My Peace that I wanted it to be like a, a wedding. I was interrupting it. And again, mm. you know, people were like, really? Do you really want to do that? Yeah. I don't think that work. And I proved them wrong and it was fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I will and, say the music video is amazing. I've, I've watched it a few different you. times. It's amazing. I love it. Thank you. Thank you I, very much. I would show you that I still have all the things that I got from the Patreon, but is in my bedroom. <laughs> and it's like, usually I keep everything like right here. And for whatever yeah. reason, I moved it into the other shelf I'm like in my bedroom. And I'm like, oh, because <laughs> you sent me. And it was kind of funny because uh, so when your Patreon was going on was while I was down in Florida, helping my dad take care of my mom and all that stuff. And yeah. I forgot to forward my mail down to Florida yeah. while I was gone. And so I came back and I was like, man, the post office is going to be so mad at me because I forgot to forward my mail. I like, I was holding my mail and you can, in Texas, you can only do it one month at a time. Oh, okay. And so yeah. I would hold my mail. And then the day it, um, the, the day it ended, I would hold it again. And so it would, they would just upload or put in whatever the previous month's mail was. Luckily I don't get a whole lot of mail, but that those few months I got a lot of mail. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I, the day I got home or the day after I got home, I went out to the mailbox. I was like, all right, I'm can't wait to see what this cluster looks like. They had, my mailbox was full just of random like advertisements and all that stuff. And then there was two keys to bigger mailboxes. One was all of your um, your packages. Yeah. And then one was a bunch of other packages that I forgot were coming. And I'm like, well, I guess it could be worse. And so like I, I pull all these packages out. And then the next day I was leaving for work or something and I ran into the mailman and I was like, and I went to go check my mail because he had just got, or went to go pull out whatever mail I'd gotten that day. And he's like, he saw me, he was like, you're the guy that keep, wasn't emptying his mailbox. And I was like, there's a reason I swear. And I kind of explained it to him. And he's like, oh, I get it. Don't worry about it. So. That's so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. You must've had so many from me because they, they were like big envelopes as well. Yeah, and they, they were I big envelopes and I'm sitting there. I, and I remember when I signed up, I was just like, man, I, I don't know. Like, I, cause at that point I didn't know how like sending mail from the UK over to the U S worked in general. And then with COVID, you know, mm. all that stuff. But then I came back and I had all this stuff and I was like, awesome. Well, <laughs> I do oh. have one thing though here. Hold on. I think this is it. Nope, that's not it. I did get your uh, best wishes card, though. The, um, that oh. you sent after my mom passed. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad, you, 
<laughs> so I really appreciate that. And uh, I know I didn't say anything on the uh, other stream, but I, I did want to bring that up because I saw oh. it the other day as I was kind of cleaning and all that stuff. So I, I do yeah. appreciate that. Oh, no, that's fine. Well, I'm glad it got to you because, yep. you know, you never know, to be honest, from the UK if things are going to get to the US. So, yeah, I'm glad you got it. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, anyways, so Patreon, that's done. Are you looking at uh, doing something like that again? Or is it just kind of like I'm going to continue moving with my music as I see fit? Um, I'm definitely going to start up Patreon again, but I think I'm not going to... I, I'm not going to make so much work for myself this time because I didn't really anticipate how many people were going to sign up to the last one I did. Mm -hmm. And actually, so I had three different tiers. I had like a three, three pound tier, five pound, and then I think 10. And I thought everyone's going to go for the three pound tier and that's fine. That's like a little video message for me and like a something else. Um, I thought that'll be fine, but no, everyone went for the, 10 pound one which was like a lyric sheet and then like all this painting stuff on it and I just thought oh my god I had I don't know I think maybe about 20 people sign up to that uh it was yeah and you know what I blame you for it <laughs> god's sake you're so supportive god <laughs> but um yeah it killed me though towards the end because of course I had school and uh, I was just finishing up and I had so many lyric sheets to write and oh man it just became so much work and so I think the next time I do it I probably won't do lyric sheets again um I think I might do a little watercolor painting I, I'm not too sure yeah. and yeah I just make it a little bit less work because it was quite a lot <laughs> yeah well because I was sitting there I was like because I, I didn't know how many like patrons because obviously like when I signed up and then after my mom got sick, I stopped kind of paying attention to a lot of stuff. And I just, yeah. you know, it is what it is. And when I got back and I started seeing all these lyric sheets, I was like, man, did, did she, does she just have like a hundred songs sitting somewhere that either A, she hasn't released yet or B, you know, just like whatever. And, and now that you explain it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. That's makes perfect sense. So. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it, it is completely my fault because I did not expect... It's because I said it's only for six months mm -hmm. and it, like people were obviously more... Um, what's the word? Ugh, I can't remember, Supportive. but they were... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they're more like, well, it's a limited time. It's only going to go on for a few months. And everyone was really supportive and I'm very, very grateful for it. And I, I thought the reason why I made the lyric sheets like the £10 tier, because yeah. I thought no one's gonna do it <laughs> yeah. maybe three people it would be and fine everybody did it <laughs> everybody did. and it killed me my hand was aching and um yeah and i did actually start out by writing quite a few lyric sheets just in case mm -hmm. but and they they flew off very quickly so um yeah <laughs> that's interesting it's uh, a really good problem to have though it's a it's a great sort of first world problem there like god too many people signed up to my 10 pound tier <laughs> yeah for sure and i mean hey it really helped to make the music video great you reached your goal and all that stuff so that that's incredible and um and that that's the word the what you went through is also my concern because it's like oh i'll, I'll make this like a super big uh, <laughs> like a super big tier with all these cool things and like 
I'm concerned now that like, that's where everybody's going to go. It's like, Oh crap. Um, I know. I know. I just, I guess it's all a learning curve though. And like, I looked at so many people's, um, different patrons, patrons, um, whilst I was doing mine and really like their big tier, it's not like they have like a whole, like they do have a lot of stuff, but it's all sort of digital. Mm-hmm. So it's all like, oh, behind the scenes content and like a song I haven't released. And and that's fine. Cause that's like a few email clicks and it's sent off and it's like chill. But yeah, I don't see too many people doing like physical stuff, you know, really, mm-hmm. unless they're like a full on artist and like, that's what they do all the time. So um, it's quite interesting to see how other people do it. And I think that's really helped me for the next time I set up my Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, probably won't be doing as many like <laughs> tears and drawings and yeah. But you know, it's all a learning curve. And you know what? If everyone signs up to your big tier, again, great problem to have. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so like what I ended up doing for uh like for anybody that hasn't uh checked it out yet, um, is instead of like monthly sending something to them, they get like I mean, they have like a small, like something small that they'll get monthly. But like, as far as something that's going to take me a bunch of time to kind of get to them, it's every six months. So it's just kind of like, oh, you're in the big tier every six months. I'll give you like a big surprise or prize package or surprise package, not prize package. That's that was really weird. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like you, you get like a big grab bag type situation. Um, and hopefully that'll give me enough time to kind of figure out it's like okay it's june so you don't need a hoodie or a sweatshirt or any of this stuff you need t-shirts you need you know like whatever it is so yeah oh that's a good idea though i i might steal that (laughs) (laughs) well because i saw somebody do it except i felt like the way they were doing it was kind of excessive so it was like for every four months that you paid I think it was like 50 or 60 bucks a month. You got like a coffee mug, which was really weird. It's like, oh, the most expensive coffee mug in the world. And like, they were good coffee mugs, but even like really good coffee mugs. Yeah. Cost not that much money. So it was just like, <laughs> okay. So yeah, <laughs> that's all, that's all stuff that I'm kind of searching through and trying to figure out as we go. And I don't yeah. expect like a huge influx of people i expect it to kind of be like oh a person signed up the first week cool appreciate it and then just kind of going from there because it is such a a long-term project and we do want to get out to music festivals and to kind of segue into our next topic of conversation because i know you'd mentioned uh in december that you are trying to come back out to tennessee for during the summer depending on what covid does yeah no i'm definitely planning on that and um just going back to memphis and nashville as well for a little bit but really i do want to go back to memphis because a lot of my friends are from there and i just i haven't seen them in mm. uh i guess two like years? two years yeah. yeah oh my god so gross to think but um <laughs> yeah so i really miss them and i just miss the whole atmosphere as well of memphis because you know you have so many songwriter venues you have so many places to perform and you know i don't have a lot of songwriter venues around here it's kind of like i wouldn't say a rare thing but you would have to travel to like london for it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um so i'm really just i'm planning on going out i'm planning on staying 
hopefully for a summer, but we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, my brother, he just went, well, I say just went, he went to Canada a couple of months ago and obviously that was allowed with COVID. They were allowed to do that, but he still said there were so many things that they couldn't do whilst they were out there. And he said, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I don't want to be in that situation when I get out to America. I don't want that to be anything that I can't do. I want to be able to. As of right now, as long as you're vaccinated, there's really nothing you can't do in America. Okay. The, the, the way I'm kind of seeing how things are going, um, yeah, some like some of the New Year's Eve stuff was canceled or you know whatever. But mm. as far as I'm seeing it, there's really nothing you can't do. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I'm hoping by the summer. I mean, I've literally said this every year since I started, but I'm hoping by the summer it'll be okay. I was talking to somebody about that, that we had on in the middle of the podcast or at the beginning of the pandemic. And we were talking about how we hoped by the summer, everything would be good and we'd be back out doing our thing. And then we had him on later in 2021 and it was basically the same exact conversation and now here we sit in 2022 and it's like oh god it's just yeah here we, here we go so it's quite really, disheartening yeah. but no i had um some friends of yours on i don't know if you caught them during the uh, uh the fundraiser stream we had uh savannah and amber ray dunn oh um, yeah yeah, I think I might have caught. I saw Amber's interview. I don't think I saw Savannah's. Wait, she, uh, it was probably later in the day, like late in the day for you, because I want to say she came on at like oh, two yeah. or three p.m. U.S. Mm-hmm. Central time. Because originally, what's funny is, so when she signed, because there was for whatever reason, a lot of people were confused about how the timing of everything worked out. And so originally Savannah was signed up at like 2 a.m. U.S. Central time. And I was like, okay, she's a night owl. Makes sense. Cool. And (laughs) then I reached out to her like a couple of days beforehand. I was like, hey, uh, so we got you confirmed for this time. Is that what the time you really wanted? And she's like, wait, it's 2 a.m. Can we change that? And I was like, let me see. Let me see what I got for you. And luckily, like the schedule didn't fill up because it allowed me to sleep and all that stuff. But um, mm. yeah, so she was uh, yeah, she she moved, and I think it was probably it would have probably been like eight or nine p.m. your time. So okay. yeah, that's yeah. the thing with like the whole time different stuff. I still get confused now. Like even what time is it over there at the moment? It's like uh, eight forty three a.m. Yeah, and. Um, so you said 8 a.m. Central, and then I was like, wait, what is that? And I say 2 p.m. Uh, UK time, and then yeah. I doubt myself, and I'm thinking, what if that's wrong? <laughs> I have that <laughs> same exact issue because there, there, when I first started doing this podcast, like just on Zoom and all that stuff, there was a couple of times during um, the time change uh, for daylight savings time or whatever it is. Yeah that screwed me up because a lot of, because at the beginning I was doing everything myself. I didn't have the back end of the website kind of doing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize that 
some countries do time changes at different times during the year and yeah. then some countries don't do them at all and so like there was like even in the u.s it's the same way so we had a band from hawaii that was going to be on and i reached out i was like ready to go and it was like five minutes after the podcast was supposed to start and i reached out i was like hey what's going on like are, are we still good and they're like oh we don't have you on the schedule for like two more hours and i'm like two more hours that's gonna be like 10 p.m i'm gonna be like in bed or something and they're like <laughs> oh sorry and so then we then he was like i can hop on and we're good and so yeah oh my god that's the thing like daylight savings time oh yeah that panicked me a little bit as well because sometimes i think oh is the computer catching up to it like or the the calendar thing that you have like that automatic uh yeah in theory it's supposed to be take all that into consideration yeah i've had it where it's failed a couple times but that's more of when like a pr person or an agent or you know somebody of that nature does it and they live in a different time zone that's oh, okay. where it kind of gets screwed up um but luckily oh. most of the pr people that i work with kind of understand hey that this is how it works or they know to look oh hey that's a central my client lives in eastern or mountain or, you know like whatever it is yeah yeah so most of some of them aren't that keen to like looking at what time zone it's in but yeah yeah that's the thing i mean it happens you know (laughs) for sure and another thing that i wanted to talk about was your quest to find some management right is that is that what you're looking for or you we had this conversation a couple different or a couple months ago i want to say because you were asking yeah. about different uh, managers and stuff. Have you found somebody or are you still kind of looking? Yeah, I'm just like sort of in contact with a few people at the moment. I mean, obviously nothing set in stone, just sort of like meeting them really and just seeing what happens. And mm-hmm. if they're going to work with me, if I'm interested in working with them and, you know, I, they're all, pretty much all based like in London and mm-hmm. that's kind of what I've been looking for. Um so yeah, I mean, hopefully in the next few months, something happens from that and I'll totally keep you updated on it. <laughs> awesome. Because I remember when you reached out to me and asked, or maybe you just posted something on Instagram. I don't remember how I found out. I might, about have, it. I might have messaged you. Yeah. Yeah. I probably- <laughs> and then, which brings up another point about LinkedIn. And when we talked about that last year, and I, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute, but it, it, it was interesting when you asked me about management or PR people and just kind of, if I had any connections, it was like a lot of PR people. I don't really deal with a lot of management types unless it's like tour managers or something. But um, I know I had given you one or two different names of people and hopefully something comes to that. So I'm really excited to see where that kind of all lands for you. Thanks. I mean, that's the thing like with managers and then PR and then, like agencies oh my god there's so many different uh, so many different types of people out there now for different types of things and in my head it's like manager pretty much 
yeah. kind of everything in my opinion but then obviously you have different like pr as you said it's a completely different thing and it gets super confusing <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where it's just like that that's one of the things that we're trying to figure out here at live and amplified is how we can mm -hmm. cut out a lot of those extra hands reaching into the yeah. pot, reaching into the pot because it's like <laughs> okay so you got your manager and then you got a tour manager and then you got your PR agent and then you got this person and that person and this person. And it's like, do we really, really need all these people? You know? Um, yeah. That's the thing. Sometimes it can get a little bit too much. Like sometimes you just need to talk to the artist or, you know, if there's one person that's like sort of in charge of like overseeing that, but yeah, you don't need so many different people that that's just confusing. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's this one guy that, I haven't had him on the podcast yet, but uh, we've been in uh, a couple of different times. We've had this conversation and every time I go to like different, uh, like not PR websites, but I'll go to like a PR site and then I'll go to like a management site just to kind of see who their client list is, see if there's anybody that I want to uh, have on the mm -hmm. podcast or, you know, what have you. I've seen this guy on like four or five different client lists I'm just, I'm like, why this like yeah. you're on like you have two like he has like two or three different press people which is like if you're killing it like that cool congratulations yeah but why, <laughs> why are we on like why do we have like three different press uh pr people so yeah that's, yeah that's kind of interesting actually well, yeah i mean that's the thing do you really need three i mean yeah. unless you're sort of like a list celebrity maybe probably <laughs> yeah for but sure yeah, that's pretty crazy yeah um but i brought up linkedin a little bit ago and i believe it was this time last year that i suggested linkedin to you how's it been yeah. going yeah it's been going really well and i've you know i've met so many people through linkedin and like it, it's just such a cool tip that you gave me because i don't know why i didn't really think of it originally but i don't think like maybe as an artist you think that LinkedIn would mm -hmm. like be beneficial because like that's for like actual people who are maybe in business and stuff like that. But it does work out for artists really well. And I kind of just went through all the radio stations I could find. And um, I ended up finding loads of new radio stations and people who I'm in contact with now. And some are based in the States, some are in Australia. And it's just been really cool. And yeah, I'm planning to get back on LinkedIn and, start <laughs> plugging the next single and see what happens there but yeah it's a really cool tip i love it <laughs> nice it, you know it's funny that you uh brought up like the radio station it, it's also a good opportunity if you want to start uh getting like or i guess endorsement deals is what it's called i'm so yeah. so out of the loop on that one but like getting endorsement <laughs> deals or becoming a uh signing uh deals with like different products. Like if you have a certain type of guitar you like to use or amps or picks or strings, you know, like whatever it is um, and becoming a sponsored artist or however it works, that's actually a really good place to do it as well. Like, like that's, yeah, it, I actually use, like, I'm pretty sure I've told you the story. I know I've said it on the podcast before, but like when uh, in 2019, we, I use LinkedIn to kind of, not trick but get the attention of a, of a company to do a trial uh sponsorship mm -hmm. so basically in, they sent us a bunch of free gear and in exchange 
we uh, just kind of put their ad at the end of a bunch of videos that we did. And it was really cool. Didn't work out yeah. the way we wanted to, but, you know, yeah. we got a bunch of well, cool likes. So. Well, there you go, you know, and it's all sort of trial and error, isn't it, for stuff like that. But that's a really cool idea, actually. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to look into sort of um, sponsorships and all that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, when you just go through emails and emailing people, mm. a lot of the time just don't reply. And I have looked at LinkedIn for like, like a lot of, um, uh, well, management, you know, mm. I've looked in that as well. And again, like that's been pretty helpful. And, you know, even if nothing happens, still getting their contact. And that's pretty great. He, but here's kind of the trick to all that, though, as far okay. as like attracting management or attracting sponsors or endorsement deals or whatever is they get emails all the time. Like you, yeah. you got to imagine they get hundreds, if not thousands of emails daily yeah. about, Hey, I'm a musician. I use your amp or whatever, you know? So what you have to do is get them in a platform that a lot of musicians aren't thinking to use, which is LinkedIn. It's a little bit more of a professional setting as long as you're not posting outrageous things, which you <laughs> never post outrageous things anyways, but just yeah. kind of keeping it a little bit more professional and taking like your music video, one of your music videos or live videos or, you know, something like that and just casually posting it on LinkedIn. And as you're going through that, just adding. So let's say you like using Gibson guitars. That's the only name I can come up with. We'll go there. So you start adding people that work at Gibson. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh, he's a sales executive at Gibson. Cool. You know, just like, whatever it is, start adding people. And then eventually you'll kind of work yourself into the ecosystem of people that you're adding and they'll start noticing your stuff. And eventually the right person's going to notice it. And if they like what you have and they want to work with you, they'll reach out to you. So it's kind of easing yourself into the ecosystem of whatever company or whatever, you know, and just kind of, making it feel like they I don't want to say making it feel like they want to work with you but just kind of yeah making it no. feel like they voluntarily found you there you go yeah. that's the way I'm going <laughs> with that one so um it, yeah, that you know, that, that's kind of how we worked it and it seemed to work out really well and eventually I'll try to get, or do it again and see if I can get into somebody yeah. else's ecosystem so yeah, I mean, that's the thing, like, the cool thing about LinkedIn is, like, you add someone, let's say, from Gibson, let's just say that, and then all the other people that work there, they just come up on the side, yeah. and then you're like, add, 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 add. Yeah, and, <laughs> the like, 80% of the people aren't going to accept your friend request, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, but that's the way it goes, you know? You just got to get used once, to it. <laughs> once you get that one or two people to add you, then they start realizing, oh, hey, we've got a mutual friend in common. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's something that I've found out and it seems to work really well. So. Yeah. It's a good one. I like it. <laughs> Advice for every musician out there, work yourself into the ecosystem and things will start yeah. happening for you. A hundred percent. And I've told everyone about LinkedIn as well. Like if anyone ever messages me in there, they ask me like, how do you like get into these radio stations? How did you do that? My like, LinkedIn, like, just do it. 
get on there and start messaging people and adding people and see what happens. And it definitely makes a difference for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and LinkedIn, it's early faith. Like I, I said it last year, but it's like really early on Facebook. They don't have all these crazy restrictions and all that stuff. And I, I think there's a real opportunity to kind of explode and be, be something on LinkedIn. So definitely hundred percent, but I don't want to keep you too much longer. So let me kind of roll through here and make sure any, nobody dropped any questions. I don't think, but um, before we kind of wrap it up, um, is there, what do you have upcoming? Do you have any, obviously you got the release coming, but do you have any shows, any of that fun stuff? Yeah. I mean, I have a couple of sort of gigs planned for the next like couple of months, but you know, things pop up as a blue on. So I, I don't know where I'm performing this month, but you know, again, keep up to date with me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And, you know, you'll see where I'm playing next. And, you know, I'm hoping it's going to be a steady year of gigs now, to be honest, that's kind of like my new year's resolution. Mm. Cause last year, although gigs were, sort of back around like the summertime i still had all of my gigs canceled for july and i thought oh this is so ridiculous like you know i get these gigs and they get canceled so my new year's resolution is just to get 50 gigs like in the bag and that's not impossible that's not out of reach but you know with covid it's a bit of an obstacle so i'm hoping like if i just set that new year's resolution and then I can exceed that. That's great. And uh, yeah, COVID be damned. It's fine. <laughs> well, since you already answered my last question. <laughs> Sorry. Was, well, kind of. My last question was, what, what are your goals for 2022? So if you have anything to add, I, I will kind of lay that one in there for you. Yeah, I mean, so I'm obviously going to be releasing more music and my goals really are to get out to the States and, you know, play out there and do all that kind of stuff. And um, I've also got like a, a a show actually in like my village hall, um, mm. which is going to be really fun because, you know, it's me and my band playing for two hours and it's just us performing. Um, and so I'll post about that soon. And I think that's like the first two hour show I've done with my band. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a big deal for me. So I'm really looking forward to that. And hopefully after that gig, which is going to be in April, there will just be more opportunities like that where I can perform longer shows with the band rather than just acoustically. Um, so yeah, those are sort of like my goals really to get more headlining slots with my band, go to the States, play 50 gigs, but definitely try and exceed that yeah. and release more music. Awesome. Awesome. So as we did on the, uh, the uh, live stream, I've brought back our random question generator. <laughs> nice. Yeah, right. We did that with you. Yeah. So I, I've got your question right here to kind of wrap up the show. And hopefully it doesn't spark like a, another half hour conversation, but it might. <laughs> who knows? In your opinion, what is the best movie that's been released in 2021? Oh, have I? Oh my gosh. Your opinion. So. I don't even know what I've watched this year, to be honest. What are some of the movies that have come out this year? Because I can't. 
knew you were gonna ask me that um like i mean spider-man's the big one that everyone seems oh, to be referencing um i haven't seen that one yet i really want to see that one though yeah um, i don't know i okay I let's change it what's <laughs> since what's the best movie you've seen in 2021 does that that help you at all um no no <laughs> okay. okay i'm uh, gonna change it tv series okay what's I, tv series let's go let's do that i really like i'm not gonna say the whole like title because it's like kind of rude but it's uh called <laughs> kevin well okay i don't know if i should say it but it's kevin can go yep I, i've heard of it yep yeah on yeah. amazon and it sounds so rude i just oh, hate saying it but it's a really good series because it's like based off like a sitcom like wife and everything's all fun and games and like audiences fake laughing at everything and as soon as the wife goes into another room it goes really dark and like very um dramatic and it's just really it's a really cool concept and it's got An annie murphy from like Shit's creek and she mm -hmm. she's awesome so i love that one <laughs> nice i remember seeing promos for that series and i just never followed up to watch it it's really good i i definitely recommend it i like binge watched it in two what's days it, what's it on amazon prime okay gotcha yeah that's really good and i think that came out this year but um yeah a very uh interesting title <laughs> yeah yeah for the most part uh, 100%. Yeah. i was gonna tell you you can go ahead and say it if you wanted to but it's all i don't like swearing, so it's yeah. fine i don't normally swear <laughs> gotcha gotcha well once again thank you so much for jumping on here uh hit everybody with your uh, socials one more time before we uh wrap this up yeah so you can find me on facebook instagram twitter uh and it's all just near nichols i'm also on spotify and apple music amazon music wherever you listen i'm on that and yeah thank you so much for having me again for the fourth time this is so cool four times four timers club <laughs> I, I oh, think yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out where that happy medium is, is where, where it's like, okay, you've been on two or like, if it's once a year, <laughs> if it's like, if it's once a year, twice a year. And obviously as we kind of grow and we bring in new musicians, I would say like the return rate is probably at least over the last two years, it's been about 20%. I would say has been like the return guest rate just because a lot of people come through through a PR agent or whatever. And it's like, Oh, I really don't want to be here. So, and then you find those people that are there because they either watch the show or they heard through a friend that they watched the show and then they come back. So it, it's, it's interesting, which yeah. kind of brings me to a thing that I want to do in 2022 about doing a uh, random fun facts about live and amplified. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So. Do you have a fun fact now about it? No, I don't. Not not right now. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking in my head, it would be kind of fun to do it as something like on Instagram. Like I'm trying to figure out how to get our Instagram up and more engaged and all that stuff. And so just like jumping on doing like a story and saying, hey, if you can guess how many different countries we've had or that we've worked with or something like, I don't know how I'd word it. Yeah, no, yeah. I get you something like that yeah. oh so. that's cool yeah it's just getting people engaged on instagram i'm trying to do that as well like i'm trying to ask questions get people to sort of respond and yeah so there you go we're in it I, together <laughs> I, I will say though that like the 
the people that are watching the stories has gone up drastically over the last three months. That's great. Which is really good. Yeah. So it's blocking. Yeah. Kind of. (laughs) Like they're watching, but they're not really interacting. So if I do one of those things where I ask a question or put a poll in, maybe one or two people will respond, which Mm -hmm. is cool. Like I appreciate it, but you want it's a bit more. to get up to the next step where it's like okay let, let's yeah. get it going so but yeah that's a 2022 problem and we'll get it solved so. <laughs> nice. but, awesome but once again i want to thank you so much for joining us really appreciate it wasn't quite sure how this one was going to go because normally we it seems like we know exactly what we're going to talk about and yeah. we, it was like <laughs> oh okay well, well let's jump into it um uh, but thank you for coming on fourth time can't wait to have you on a fifth time. Hope, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll do something when you're in Memphis. We could do it live in person. That, uh, that, that seems to be the next jump of things that we want to do, because that's how we used to do it, was live and in person. Um, yeah. And now it's like it's been almost two years since I've done one live and in person. It's like, oh, oh. get away from me. Don't touch me. I, I yeah. want to be over here. But, you know, it and, is uh, what it is. Oh, um, yeah. So well, hopefully good yeah that'd be great like if we could actually like meet in person when i'm there <laughs> yeah for sure like memphis is eight hours i want to say so memphis isn't too far from me maybe not even eight hours so um yeah it'd definitely be an easy trip to make um wow. but once again i do want to thank everybody for joining us um make sure you are following us on all our socials live and amplified live the letter n amplified would really appreciate it we're on instagram spotify twitter kind of i've been trying to get more active on twitter i'm Mm. trying guys uh facebook (laughs) youtube all that fun stuff and then like i'd mentioned earlier uh we did launch our patreon page so if you're interested in checking that out we are uh we are now live on patreon and the link is in our uh facebook page and i'll put it in the comment thread and in the description of everything that we release with this podcast So once again, I do want to thank you all, Nia. Thank you so much for joining us and taking time out of your first day of 2022. That's fine. Well, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) How has 2022 been treating you before we wrap this up? It's been amazing. And this is a great way to start it off. (laughs) Awesome. Really appreciate you joining us. We're supposed to get freezing temperatures tonight. So I got a bunch of stuff that I'm going to try and accomplish before, before we get down into like 19 degrees fahrenheit which i don't know what that is in celsius but it's below zero i know that much yeah oh man yeah cold one (laughs) and so it's like okay let's let's go get some of the stuff that i need to get done done but it's going to be hard on new year's day because a lot of places are closed but yeah so Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. And we will see you guys tomorrow. We have two podcasts, one at 9 a.m. and then one at 3.30 p.m. So if you're free, feel free to come in and hang out with us.